Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we're going to continue our overview discussion of the problem of evil or the problems of evil this week. And today's focus is going to be on the logical problem of evil. So we're going to define it and we're going to discuss it a little bit and we're going to talk about sort of where the discussion stands. So the this logical problem of evil gets its name because it is presented as sort of a logical argument, if you're familiar with that or have taken any philosophy in the past. But basically, it is more of a rational conundrum, a paradox of sorts, or at least it's intended to be. And one of the main proponents of it was a philosopher named David Hume. And he writes about this in one of his books, Dialogues Concerning Natural Religion. And he frames the logical problem As such, he writes this, is he, speaking of God, willing to prevent evil, but is he not able? Then he is impotent. Is he able, but not willing? Then he is malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Whence then is evil? And if I can sort of phrase this a different way, he's saying, in other words, a powerful God could prevent evil and a good God would want to prevent evil. But because there is evil, it proves to us that either God is not actually powerful or God is not actually good or God isn't even real. There is no God. And so that from his perspective, the existence of evil was a powerful proof against the existence of God, or at least the existence of God the way that uh, the Judeo-Christian tradition would frame God to be in terms of his character. Now, there's a really simple answer to the logical problem of evil, and that is why basically no one today from a uh, atheistic or agnostic perspective offers up the logical problem of evil as a legitimate problem for theism, which is belief in God. And that is because this problem has been basically answered very effectively for a long time, like well over 100 to 200 years. And so the answer is basically freedom. (laughs) Picture the the Braveheart scream right now with Mel Gibson, right? It's, It's freedom and free will is the rebuttal. To this question is to say, well, if free will exists, then this whole sort of logical argument basically self-destructs because all of this basically assumes that God can do whatever he wants at any time and that he can basically move all these pawns around on a board. But if free will is really real, then that's just simply not the case, that there are certain things that even God can't do unless he's going to violate free will. And so the the point is to say that if God chooses, and it would be a choice on his part, 
to create significantly free creatures, meaning we really do actually have freedom to choose or to do other than what we choose, then God cannot make or determine those creatures to do only what is right. If God says here, you have freedom, but you can only choose this, well, that's not freedom. And so the answer to say, why does so much evil exist is because God gave his creatures free will. And even though the intention was that we use our free will for great good, like choosing to serve and to have compassion and to love one another and to sacrifice for one another and to do all these wonderful things with that freedom also comes the choice to abuse that freedom. So if we weren't given the option to murder out of anger and hate, we would likewise also not have the option to really choose to love. If I can only choose to love God, do I really love him? Or am I just doing what I've been basically programmed to do? And so the idea of free will is absolutely key to dismantling the logical problem of evil. Now, we're going to cover this in the weeks to come. Free will is a big deal, and we need to talk about free will, and we will, I believe, next week. However, let me just say this. I realize that there are Christians out there who don't take a very high view of free will. And I'll just say that for you, while you are welcome to take that take that tack, the logical problem of evil is still sort of on the table for you if you are someone who doesn't really believe in free will, not really. And if that's the case, then this is a question, this is a problem that you need to find your own answer for because the answer for theologians and philosophers over the decades and centuries has been free will. So you're welcome to look for another answer. But for those of us who do hold to free will, then this really is pretty much a wrap. The logical problem of evil is considered dead. And the only place you really find it posed is on forums and YouTube channels nowadays, which, let's be honest, is, is pretty bottom of the barrel as, uh, as things go. So... Uh, I hope this gives you a good overview of the logical problem. Tomorrow, we're going to look at the religious problem of evil, and we're going to do the same thing. We're going to define it and discuss it and talk about where it currently stands in the discussion. So I hope to see you then.